Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John, and Robert's not here today, but I do have a cool guest lined out for you. We're going to talk to uh, Maury Hatch. But let's get to the sponsors first off. Willow Creek Custom Calls. That Cali spec's killing it, man. Everybody that buys it's loving it. Brad's selling the hell out of them, so if I were you, I'd get on it. And for 20% off, Filthy Spoon's your promo code. So get on it. His mallard calls are cool, too, uh, but that Cali spec's really the killer, so... Look him up at willowcreekcustomcalls.com or call him, Brad himself, at 510-610-7625 and get one. So, Anyway, next, Superior Equipment Repair for all your truck and equipment needs. We're the people to call. Broke down Ford, broke down Dodges. Like I said yesterday, Chevrolet don't break down very much, but we will work on them if you do need an oil change or something. And then we got Pinot Ridge Taxidermy, old Adam Oliver. Everybody loves Adam up there in Calusa. He's a hell of a taxidermist. Only does birds. He only hunts deer, but only mounts birds. Kind of cool. And he has given, and now Maury's going to be entered in this. Everybody is going to, every guest that comes on the show until Duck Days is entered to get a free mount done. So that's pretty cool. That list is growing pretty good. Like I say, every week, uh, if Gribble wins, we're going to pull the ticket out. But redraw so uh, i seen that idiot yesterday by the way he swung by and then um of course left coast waterfowl you got to get on there get all your swag your waterfowl widow gear and then of course he's got the filthy spoon stuff on there now and a couple people's stuff uh showed up i guess the first run of it i guess you could say started showing up to people and sent me some messages and looked pretty good i thought so be sure to check out left coast what the official left coast and use promo code lcw10 for your 10 percent off yeah jeremy's a little bit cheap but that's all right he's doing it for a good cause brad dumped it up to 20 but jeremy only did the 10 so i always like shaming a little bit about that but anyway check it out remember lcw10 is your promo code so enough of that we're on to maury hatch uh, an awesome fly fisherman a great duck hunter local legend from what i'm hearing here so <laughs> how's it going uh life is good man thank you for having well, me get that yeah. mic a little bit closer oh, closer okay yeah no everything is great Ma- awesome. thank you for having me john well thank yeah. you for agreeing to do this and thank you we're we're at curtis's in our club we talk about him falling down at the club all the time and stuff and a uh, really good guy he's been hunting with me a lot lately and he was gracious enough to let me come down to his shop here we got cool old friggin cars around here and boats and we're in a cool little area we got a bar and a shop so we couldn't appreciate it enough so thank you cp yeah we appreciate the hell out of it man traffic was hell getting down here for me but it'll be a little bit better by the time i get out of here but anyway enough about that how is it going man i guess you just got back from idaho huh i did but um yeah 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 i had a great win so it was last week i got a super cool invite to hunt snake river canyon an exclusive club and 28 gauge only and cool um that's good living down there yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) yeah, that's not reality i came home uh to shoot my one pintail and waiting for a (laughs) widget (laughs) yeah Uh, but it was it was uh i've been waiting for the invite for a couple years it's an exclusive ranch up there in the snake river canyon and um they just do it right flooded corn ponds Oh yeah, uh, the the young guides there. Uh, I mean, I can't say enough how great they were, and they they knew the flight of the ducks. They told us we're going to wake up early and freeze our asses off and not shoot anything. And and uh, my fifty nine year old man thought. 
process was like, well, why don't we just sleep in and eat bacon and eggs? <laughs> yeah, they head out when uh, it warms but up. But nope, they made us get up early and we froze our ass up. Nine degrees. Really? We're, we're up in a little bit of elevated blind. And so, you know, I, you know, for you guys that I, I hunted refuges, um, you know, when you're in the water, it's not actually as cold. Yeah. Is when you're above the water. And the guide, the guide was below us and hunger in the water. <laughs> and we are freezing being like old whining men. And he was like, you know, I'm in like 30 degrees, right? The water's not frozen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys are in seven and nine. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the long story short, the, the, the morning hunting wasn't good, but the birds were flying in the afternoon. And it was Shangri-La, right? Oh, that's, that's not cool. how. I mean, I, I, mean I, li- I like to work for it. And sometimes when you work for it for a long time, I'd like it to be easy. I get it. Sometimes, Completely, too. yeah. Sometimes right, right. I, that's why I go down to Mexico and do it because there right, ain't no right. work. It's fun, but, yeah. Right. I mean, our sport's so dynamic. Like, there's yep. so many levels that make it great. Yeah, well, one and day is if you don't shoot 20 in Mexico, it's a bad day. But if you don't get two here, you get two here, and it's just as good as if shooting 20 down. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, it was a unique experience. I, I I don't expect. I told him, "Hey, I'll see you guys next week." Um, but it, ne- this is next week, and I'm not down there. So <laughs> that didn't work out for me. But, so anyway, uh, no, that's cool. Uh, but, I mean, I'm, that's I'm, but I'm I'm uh, hunting three days a week in the valley here. That's Got a cool. couple of little di- different rice fields that I bounce back and forth from. That's good. And um, you know we. It's been super hit and miss lately, but oh yeah, you know. oh yeah, we same story for us. Yeah. Right. So when did you start hunting? So I, I started hunting at, right at the end of my high school career. I was there for 12 years. No. Uh, <laughs> at the end of my fourth year, I met a super interesting guy who was used to always play hooky. And, like, we never went, knew where he went. He's a smart guy. Like, he was, you know, uh, you know a straight-A student. And, uh, but he was gone a lot during the winter. And he would sneak out and duck hunt while we were at high school. So, I, like, you know, he just had it dialed. And... Um, his name was Dave Corey, and he ended up, he's like one of the, anyways, a, a world-renowned duck hunter and just a, a, more than anything else, a duck hunting psycho. Like, yeah, like we yeah. Like, like, so he used to chase ducks from, like when we were 20, like he chased ducks from Alaska down to California. And, and if you did it right, you would get like five opening days. Oh, that's cool. Right? So if you time it out. Right, and he at the time. That's right. a lot of work because it's no, before no, the internet. No, right? I, I know, you know? And, and, and I you mean, had to figure it out, and that's what made it beautiful. Yeah, and and it was also, I mean, I I, I wouldn't want to do it that much, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but his stories are amazing. So anyway, long story short, he taught me how to duck hunt when we were in high school. I I um uh, I had an interest in it, and uh, just a little background story. So I'm uh, um very lucky to have a grandfather who was a Bay Area optometrist. My whole family was based in the Bay Area, and we were a bunch of indoorsmen. I mean, my dad was a hiker and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you know, we weren't raised like uh, you know in in the yeah in the um, agriculture community. We yeah. we were city folk, and so we moved to Sacramento. Um, my dad changed jobs and moved to Sacramento, and uh, we were lucky enough that my f- grandfather, who was an optometrist, uh, you know, did really well for himself. He retired early and had a horse ranch up in the mountains. Oh, cool! And so as a young kid, I got our life kind of changed. We got to go up to the mountains or, you know, you know 3,000, 4,000 feet up out outside of Jackson. And we got to spend two, like literally our parents were good enough to go like two weekends uh, a month and spend oh, wow. a ton of time up in the mountains. So I, what I learned, um, 
about the be, the outdoors, running around, being really lucky enough to run around with a BB gun. Uh, when I got older, we got to, we had property that we could shoot, go and, hunt squirrels, yeah. and just be a kid. Oh, that's right. Cool. And so yeah. I was, and we had a trout pond in the winter, and we had a bass pond in the summer. Oh, it cool. was the same pond. You just yeah. Put, yeah. And but my grandfather had the uh, forethought to attract kid, all their grand people, and we all no, spent a lot yeah. of time. And so. I didn't, I and mean, I took that for granted for a long time. I thought everybody did yeah. that, right? So, but as you get older, and I mean, that helped shaped, yeah, uh, shaped my, who you were path. and how so your, yeah, how your life. Went. I beat yeah. this guy, Dave. Right? He's. A, yeah. I've always wanted to be an outdoorsman, go shooting stuff and have fun, uh, but I kind of lost my outlet towards it. And and he was an avid duck hunter, and he um, he told me all about duck hunting, and I'll never forget my first hunt. Uh, I went with a bunch of guys that I were. I used to work at a restaurant right around the block uh, old restaurant and all the couple of the kids dad's duck hunting so I, I i was so enamored with it i wanted to go do it they're like okay so we got a reservation at gray lodge <laughs> and i and, and it was a low and I, I didn't know this time but they had a good reservation right yeah. so and it was like they, and they invited me i was number four right mm. number four on the group so i tell my buddy dave and he's like you got to come over to my house we have to have a talk so we go over and he's like okay here's the deal here's what's going to happen here's what he was like in the event that you pull the trigger and you actually shoot a duck. <laughs> he said, I want you to do everything you can to watch where it falls. And if you don't have a dog, to make sure that you see where it goes and you do everything possible to go recover it. That's very good advice. It is. Except for, I think he had, <laughs> he had no faith in me actually shooting a duck. Uh, but anyway, so that day, we go hunting, four of us. Um, and it was like, it's, oh, my God, I'll never forget. Like, at like 10 minutes before shooting oh, yeah. time, there's like ducks everywhere. And I'll never forget this. I, we're in waders. I'm literally like on my hands and knees next to a bush, like scrunched down and like in the bushes. And so one of the other hunters was, he came over to me. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, I'm ready. And he's like, no, dude, you can't shoot like that. You have to sit up on your chair. I was so excited. And I was just so excited. And anyway, Limits of ducks. We shot limits of ducks. Oh, that's great. And I carried in ducks. I did not shoot one freaking duck that day. <laughs> I'm not saying we broke the law. Yeah. But we walked out there with uh, seven four ducks limits, each. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> anyway, but I, th I saw how cool it was. Yeah. And I kept, I kept going. I ended up living with a guy who's dating a girl whose family owned a rice farm. And that, like, oh. was a real... Uh, um, not going to say the names. That was a life changer because I latched onto that motherfucker. Sorry, part of my language. <laughs> so I ended up being the decoy guy, right, and doing all the work on the place so I could hunt for free, right, in oh. the, uh, out in some rice fields. That's awesome. And then I kind of parlayed that into um, doing that a little more, like, and uh, hunting everywhere I could on the days that I could hunt. And I just, it's a wonderful. This all started, what, like the early 80s? This is mid 80s. Mid 80s? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, um, well, no, no. So I learned to, learned to duck hunt in the early 80s, and then I had a skiing career. And so my serious duck hunting didn't start till the 90s. Oh, okay. So, but I knew that I had a passion That's for still it. a long time ago, man. That's 30-something years, yeah. No, but it was cool. I mean, I... That, I mean, it's we'll cool. I mean, it was a completely different sport then than it is now, I would think. I mean, well, the traditions and a lot of so it's still I there. So I came in right at the end where they weren't burning rice anymore. Ah. And, like, my, my buddies that like hunted when they were burning rice and like the fields that they wouldn't burn and had and their dads on the duck club right yeah and, and the 
the dads would only shoot pintail and oh, now yeah. it's but back when you could shoot seven and my my buddy dave would tell me like the, the dads would let him go in the afternoon and the widgeon were just like pigeon stupid really well oh, no one, nobody no, shoot no them. one shot him and, and my buddy Dave was like, you know, we woodgen are great, right? Hey, come when you call, right? Then they come oh, yeah, right I love to shooting you. Woodgen. And so you can imagine when the um, when the ducks were, you know, so many that you, it was it was like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And then so yeah, you had to go through the transition from lead to steel. No, I mean I never. Uh, so I was right at the end there. Right at the end. Right at the end. So the the steel was really crappy in them early days. No, and too. and from what I heard, to make <laughs> the transition was super difficult. Yeah, a lot of guys, right. and you couldn't shoot your old full barrel guns. Right. And it was a tough deal for a lot of folks, and we lost a lot of hunters with that as a whole, of people that said the hell with it, I'm done. Yeah, there, I, there's numbers that show that after that. I mean, oh, I, I, I agree I that it had to be done. We need to get that stuff. It's nasty crap, and we got boss and all kinds of stuff now but that was a hard hit on the hunting community because we lost so many hunters just people that were older guys got frustrated what do you mean i can't take my full barrel a5 out anymore screw it i'm done you yeah, know? I mean, and it was many things and then the shell cost was more expensive yeah it was it was a, a less a effective more expensive yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but they they've come a long way with steel even you know and then with these bismuth loads they're damn near as good as lead you and know? that tss stuff yeah have you heard oh, of that? yeah that's really i've seen have you heard of that curtis oh yeah yeah, that's boss is high dollar enough for me. That friggin' turkey load stuff that people are shooting at dust. No, no, I get TSS for turkey hunting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, uh, yeah. But yeah, no, those guys use I'll, it for ducks too. I'll I mean, it's th- pricey. I'll shoot three of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, but that that Bismuth's pretty good. I shoot a little bit of it. I didn't shoot it all the time, but I I shoot a lot of old guns. I got an old Model Twelve and an A Five. I like taking out full barrels. And yeah, I'll let's shoot. talk guns, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. talk guns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what's I've only, only, only shot Berettas. Really? Dave, Duck Dave, my buddy, my, to, to this day, still um, weirdly, I'm one of those high school guys that I still talk to three days a week. That's you know? cool, and he's still crazy about duck hunting. Dude, he's, 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 a, he's a very successful attorney, has a farming uh, company, and he still is a guide at one of the Butte Seek Duck Clumps three oh, days cool. a week because he can't stand it not to be left, you know. That's cool, man. And he has a... Thank you, Curtis. He has two different duck clubs also. So, yeah, he, I mean, he's as wacko as I get. I, mean, I love him, but yeah. He got an Instagram machine? No, he doesn't play that game at all. I did call him today and, uh, can I use your name? But I, I, no. I respect that. I didn't have one until I, I started talking about it. No, no, no. I just asked him if I could yeah. actually use yeah. your name or just call him as John Doe. Yeah. Because... Right? <laughs> Because uh, he, I mean, literally, like when the like we we could talk for hours about this shit. I don't want to want to, but like, like when the motor duck first thing he, he like created this fifty foot long like zip line, really that came down the check with the spinning wing decoy and then looked like a duck landing. Like, did it work at all? Oh hell yeah! Really? <laughs> wow. Hey, somebody needs to try yeah, that so again. So he would like you know. When, 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 you know when the you know the ducks are coming by and they're either looking or they're not. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, right. So they come by looking, and and they may have come in without this. Like there's no, it's not no like way we to had tell. one blind with it and one blind. Yeah. But you know, uh, some and he was the first guy that talked to me about an elaborate jerk string, and he had paddle with, like he just. We used your jerk string. No, he, he was. I mean, he really? was way ahead of his time about thinking. Just using all these different it, gadgets and stuff. Yeah. With, anyway, so when the spinning wing decoy came out, and we at one point had one that a descending spinning wing <laughs> down the check, right? 
on a on a thin cable with two stakes, <laughs> right? And he'd like click the thing and it'd go. <laughs> Right, that's that's cool, man. Either that or totally cheating. I'm not sure which one it is, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know boy, to look at the reg, right? see if it's legal or not. But that's oh, I don't know, so I, awesome. Yeah, right. that's nice. I ever thought that is a good idea. Yeah, you know. right. Yeah, I mean, if you could set that up everywhere you go. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could it's do it almost with a clothesline, and then you can bring it down and bring it back right. up. No, yeah. so um, anyway. And I'm thinking in my head, you know, I'm a mechanic by trade, so I'm thinking we're going to build something like this, man. See how it goes. Take it. It's <laughs> a simple trigger on descending yeah, thing, right? Yeah. I mean, easy, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And as he well. was he was good into goose flagging. Oh yeah, flagging yeah, used to be yeah, really big. People and, uh, don't do that too much anymore. I have the greatest story, and this, you know, I don't know, for you soft people out there, this isn't that great, but he used <laughs> to invite me down to his club down in um, way down south, uh, you know, in the, uh, in the Los Banos area. Yeah, grasslands. And uh, he had the, like a rice field out there, and we'd only invite us down if it was good, right? So I'd never shot honkers, and this like big group of honkers comes in, and we each they come right over, and then we'd shoot one, and I'm so excited, right? I'm so excited. Uh, his dog is going to get his, and I'm going to jump out of the blind and go get mine. Like I'm so excited, like I'm out of my socks, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going, he grabs me, he grabs me by the waiter belt, and throws me back in the blind. And he's like. They're going to come back. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? There's not a chance. We just shot them. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're coming. And they all come back. Sure enough, huh? Got and another shot, two more. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, my buddy Dave's like a, a legend. And, and, and from then, um, l like you, we just have like, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's it's more than a passion. It's more than a sport. It's a little bit religious, right? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not a big church guy, but this is my no, church. No, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It's you. It's it's like a religion. You know, it's uh, a 365. I'm thinking about duck hunting or planning for duck hunting all year. You know, when 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 it's like 7:14, and you have to make the choice of shooting a pintail that's a 30 foot crosser or one that's coming to land on you, and you wait 10 minutes and you're alone and you shoot it and the sun's coming up and it reacts to your call and comes in and my little girl goes and gets it and brings yeah. it back to me like there's some i don't know i don't, I don't know, know what it is no nah, there's nothing as good no, as I that mean, yeah i, I get cheery i i completely understand man it, it's weird why like why do i love that i know i did with something the way our brains are wired because right. i'm the same way yeah. you know the dog is such a huge part of it you know for me i mean i don't oh, leave absolutely. my dog home you know no it, when i went to that idaho trip oh yeah probably I, you I'm, had I'm to leave gonna, i'm gonna yeah. be super geeky i wanted the picture of my of of, of may in that fucking seat of the jet <laughs> like <laughs> with cheer and champagne oh did no, you bring but, your dog no he wouldn't i didn't get ah, to, uh, yeah. my say like that would have put it over the edge if may was sitting in the in the seat and we we're because every time they take off from the plane they drink champagne right so really if I could have bring my dog, it would have been over the top. But that would have you been know, cool when you get photo. invited to an invite, no, to an you invite, can't. Yeah, you don't say, "Hey, can I bring my buddies?" No, <laughs> no, exactly. No, I completely get it. I, I, right. Unless you're a dick like me, I got invited yesterday by that uh, Jeremy Left Coast guy, and hey, can I bring my dog? And he let me. But uh, that's a little bit different than uh, you know what? Idaho. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very different scenario. Uh, now that I'm, but yeah, I've late left my, in my duck hunting career, and I'm 59. If you invited me to a um, well, this is going to ruin everything. <laughs> if I got invited to a, like, a really good uh, butte sink duck club by some friends I know that hunt there and I didn't yeah. get to bring my dog, 
I'd, I'd rather go shoot two birds over at my place. It's kind of the way I am. Right. The way that, our that might happen to you, by the way. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I ain't going to be able to bring my dog up there, I'm sure. You know. That might be only well, I'll ta- I'll sacrifice it for that, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? No, I get it. Yeah. You, yeah, because you you're not that dick that oh no, I gotta have my dog. But well, when, you, when it's you'll in never your come control, back if you do it like that, no, right. yeah. exactly. So I get it, and you can't like I can't take my dog to Mexico, right? You know, so I I do understand, but I'm like you. I want to bring my dog as much as I possibly can. Where do you can. go, Mexico? Uh, Mazalan. Yeah, it's uh, phenomenal, phenomenal. I'm going back this year, but I'm not hunting in Mazatlan. Is it October? No, March. March? February, March. Oh, interesting. All teal. You get the trifecta. Blue wing, green wing, cinnamon. Wow, that's cool. It's, it's, they call it the honeymoon hunt. So you, they pick you up at 5 in the morning. They ride you out to cartel land somewhere, and you're in these uh, freshwater ponds that the, the birds are all coming off of brackish water. They yeah. want the fresh water. And it looks like you're in the size of a pond smaller than our shop we're in right now. And these birds just, the hotter it gets, the more they pile in. They have and to it's, yeah. And there's zero pressure down there. And I mean, it's, just, it's a lot of fun. It's not real hunting. I mean, you're, you're in Crocs and shorts. And, right, right. Well, but it's a lot of fun. Real hunting doesn't mean you have to be cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and then no, so you're, you're, back to the, you're back to the resort. You're staying at a resort on the beach, and, right. you know. And then you're back by noon, so the wife can go do whatever she wants when you're gone. And you're right. back, and you can still, it's, it's a very cool, this time I'm going to stay in, in some little house out in the middle of nowhere. It's going to be a little bit different. John, John, i got to tell you, thing. I think you could, where, where you're at, I think you could <laughs> shoot ducks in the morning and go tarpon fishing in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, no, you can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, right, yeah, right out my door. That's they, where they, my brain's going. Oh, yeah, no, they're fishing right out of the marina there where we yeah, stayed. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, you could definitely do some fishing. And that's another thing, you're a huge fly fisherman. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, it's a duck hunting show. It is. Uh, uh, we yeah. tell you, how Robert's not a big duck or a fisherman. He hates fishing, but yeah, I, I mean, fly fishing. Fly fishing is just. I mean, it's it's so many things. It's not uh, river runs through it, walking up a snooty crowd. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, don't have to just be for trout. Yeah, you can fly fish for every fish on the planet. Yeah, right. and and trout fishing in is amazing. Oh yeah, it's, it, everywhere you go is beautiful. And then, but there's also. Uh, all species you can chase on a fly rod, and uh, I grew up chasing trout on a fly rod. And then, uh, uh, funny story, I was I was kind of competitive as young, and I met my what ended up being one of my best friends in life in, as fr- in, in in high school. And I was uh, I'd been fishing because my grandpa had that place. Yeah. Right? And I, my uncles took me fishing, and we were like fishing craftsmen, and we found our own bait on trout streams and fished them under a bobber and and we just roped the trout and you killed them all back then right yeah, so yeah. it was just a different thing and so i met this kid in high school and he was like oh i'm a fly fisherman and i was like oh, oh. so and he's a good guy uh and so we hung out and uh, of course he's really good looking so he attracted all the women so I yeah, was, sweet you know, i was just like the dude next to him right yeah they get this crumb no, no, nothing wrong living. with that you know good living god bless you reed anderson <laughs> uh anyway so um we went backpacking and he was fly fishing and I was, like, collecting my grubs and my helgramites and my stoneflies, and, and we were, like, even. We were fishing these high mountain streams and lakes, and, and uh, then I, I couldn't, I, I ran out of juice. I couldn't find a bunch of bugs, and he kept having this little parachute Adam's fly that landed on top, and he just kept getting fish after fish after really? fish, and I was like, all right, I got to change it yeah. up here. I hate to admit it, but, man, you're, you're killing me over here, brother. <laughs> Kicking my ass, So yeah. I started doing that, and I fell in love with trout. 
and I fished for trout all over the western United States and worked at a restaurant. And so I had this, uh, this deal where I would fish Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, or sometimes Monday, so the early part of the week, and then yeah. do the restaurant job during the weekend when it was busy. And I set into a pace for that for years, um, uh, working overtime on the on the, but just follow my passion, going up the mountains to trout streams and fishing. Yeah. And then I, I one day I came home and I went on this trip with a guide and a friend of mine, Lance, won a trip with a guide. And we met this dude and he, we went out to the delta. And we caught a striped bass on a fly rod. And I was like, my, like literally, this is one of those uh, five things that changed my life. I was like, oh, this is a whole fucking different different deal. deal. This yeah, this is awesome. And I like that day. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm gonna go buy a boat. I'm gonna go fish the delta. I'm gonna totally change my fishing trajectory. And like, um, I don't know how much money. I probably shouldn't say on air. <laughs> Four boats later. Yeah lots of gas money yeah. <laughs> trying to figure it out and uh a whole bunch of failures right and oh then, yeah and yeah. then when you figure it out and I, I got proficient at it and i figured that my time in the restaurant business was over uh the kids were different than the one i grew up with right yeah, my yeah. wife was my wife my management style didn't match the the, the kids and my wife said you need to freaking make a move <laughs> man or we're gonna get sued we're gonna be ill right, right. <laughs> hey so, i can relate man right. luckily i so got what i never got my no, company sued right. but i so i she i'm <laughs> uh, I have a great woman behind me and so uh we changed careers and i i, I fly fished guided for the last for 10 years, ten and, years. Had, and and built a a business that was um what was great about it is it, you know it's a super grind at the beginning to get everyone to come on your boat and try to show it and it's like you have to be like a relief pitcher because man you could be a hero one day and and you're just you can suck ass the next day even yeah, though and a lot right. of it's so much out of your control and, and people will you. come and then in the bad mouth you and it's like dude there's nothing oh. i could do i took it every honey hole i got and oh man so the stress you know god bless my wife kristen are you listening yeah god bless you <laughs> um anyway so but it got to be good right i got to be after just fucking going every day, right? Yeah. My my my, uh, my motto is just like try to wake up early and work hard, right? Yeah. Even if you're dumb, like you're gonna where we live and in the cards we have in this where we live in this area. Yeah, you work hard, you can get you, through you, anything. You, 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 yeah, I'm an idiot and I've carved out a decent no, life. You yeah, you can do it. Um, so I my I did my fishing business and it got to be really and, and then COVID happened and then the fly fishing thing was just stupid. Really. Um, Everybody had money, so fly fishing tends to, uh, you know, attach a little higher level yeah, yeah. basis. And there's a lot of people with a lot of money had, and they really could do their job at home now, and they really didn't have to a lot of time. Yeah. So me and my one of my best friends in crime out there on the Delta, Bryce Jedford, Captain Bryce, like we, I mean, we 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 could go seven days a week, but you can't do it seven days a week. No. Right? Like, you can't meet your clients at 6 and clean your boat and get it ready and fish till 4. No. And then clean your boat and put it away and then come home and do it all again. to be a father and a parent. Yeah, right? that ain't going to work. No. And, no. and the money's good because yeah. you're going to get paid your daily rate. You're always going to – good days, you're going to get good tips. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. And it was awesome. It was really good for about five years. And then uh, it was a grind on some weather years. And then uh, last year when I got this – I got an opportunity to change – careers with Costa Sunglasses, a company that's been with me the whole time. I decided to be a sales rep instead of being a guide. And it was the perfect time because oh, cool. last last spring 
if we all know how much water we got last spring, the fly fishing for stripers last spring was like at a 30-year brutal toughness. I believe it, yeah. It was chocolate milk. Yep. And for, I mean, all months, summer, yeah, months, months and months so, and months. So, so yeah. he, uh, like, if you're a guide with any scruples and you know it's going to suck, like, you, you don't take you don't take the clients. Well, yeah, I mean, you're just stealing their money at that right. point. You're going to get a bad rep. I know, yeah. but you still have a wife. But you still got a family to feed. You still got a family at home yeah. expecting you to do it. So, let me tell you, that the job, the career that I just changed to a year and a half ago or a, year and a month and a half ago, uh, like I'm, my stress level is so much better, right? I bet. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to wake up every morning worried about. It. And people always say, "Oh, you shouldn't sweat it. You shouldn't sweat it." And here's what I got to say. Here's my one of my takeaways. Um, if you're going to hire a fly fishing guide who can sleep really well and doesn't give a shit about catching fish, then you want to find another a fly di- fishing different guide. one. Yeah, right, right. I, I would so. think it would be really <laughs> right. stressful to be trying to raise a family. With something, there's so many things out of your control. Oh, 15 mile an hour wind, I can't do my job. <laughs> no. right? Yeah, that would be the thing that would be, I mean, it just, it, I get it ways, you know, duck guides, deer guides, right. fishing guides. I mean. So, hey, John, here's my fall. <laughs> it would be fucking <laughs> hiking on Wednesdays and Saturdays. It would be dead flat calm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. and the days I had to fly fish would be like 14 mile yep. an hour wind. Yep. You're like, oh my God. Yeah, that's yeah. a Lord against me or what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, anyway. that's. But, that's and once again, to your point, in the back of our minds, all we're really thinking of is duck hunting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. Oh, every time, man. My wife here is so funny. We do it. We, we're, into, we're back into wine tasting, right? Because. We had a daughter, and we didn't do that shit for a long time. But now we love going to Napa. So we're doing a lot more traveling my kids out of the house. Yeah. And she's like, okay, if we're going to cross the YOLO bypass, or if we're going over 37, she's like, I'm driving. She's <laughs> like, there needs to be like a duck hunter's lane. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm that's always. That's a good idea. Yeah. You know, I'm always driving like YOLO bypass. I'm like. Oh, yeah. I'm always looking. Oh, look, look. She's <laughs> like, would you freaking keep your hands on the wheels? And 37. Do you, do you go there very often? Oh, Napa? Like the back, oh, yeah. the back the way. Highway? Well, it's like the bottom end of the marsh, right? So if you're going to go to Sonoma, yeah, it's, I know it's better. But, it, so, yeah. but there's like oh, there's always redheads and canvasbacks. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know. Up here, there was honkers going right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Two nights ago, there was a, there was a buck. Really? Yeah. Hey, I got to, I invited to a place a couple weeks ago where I got to go um, – uh, shoot just uh, exclusively canvas backs. Oh, really? You know, it's super cool. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I got a lot of perks being uh, everybody at home feels sorry for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially got, this audience. Like, so I sell white co- trash I, idiots. I, I sell coast to sunglasses, <laughs> and I, so I'm not selling fucking snick. I mean, I'm not selling like, uh, you know, cheese bread. I'm selling Snickers. Everybody wants it, right? So yeah. What about the Oakley Blades for all the, uh, oh, yeah. the, young, the young uh, mullet ridden weirdos? So yeah. I get a lot of perks. I, I know a lot of industry reps, and they have a lot of connections. And one of my, one of my, the only duckier guy that I know than my buddy Dave is a, a good friend of mine who's I, I he didn't I didn't call him and ask to use his name. He's a, a very uh, well known industry rep. He's he's a chucker duck hunting freaking uh. madman. So he has a club this in the middle of Nevada. In the middle of nowhere, and um, he has these access to these ponds. It's really cool, and we hook, 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 hook canvas back and 
sometimes if the ducks are moving, we hunt puddle ducks in the afternoon. But uh, I went a couple weeks ago, and we took a good friend of mine. He, I got to bring a buddy on this one. Oh, and, cool. and he set us all up in, in the... And he, he's so sweet, and he's like, uh, can I bring my dog, right? Yeah. He's like, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, my dog hunts so much, and he's a little bit older. He's just such a sweetheart. He's like, yeah, go ahead and bring oh, This happened cool. last year and this year. Oh, so each morning we guy, went and yeah. shot, our, uh, we shot our limited canvasbacks. Oh, that's cool. And he's one of those just dudes that, like, you know these guys. And I, I think I might, like, if I took Curtis hunting, I would be this guy, but I'm like a middleman. And you know these people, and you might be one of them, but, like, we're going to go out and work on set out our decoys. Okay. We're going to put them all out. And there's always, like, one guy there that's like, I'm going to go move them all a little bit yeah. the way I want. Right? <laughs> there's always that. I'm not one of them that's guys. Tom. Yeah, it's Tom. Right. Dave, yeah. Dave, Darren, my buddy Darren. Like, he's like, it's freezing, right? We're in water up here. The guy we brought it, um, is like a newbie. And he, I said, uh, do you need help? We anyway, super cool. You go in this badass duck boat down these channels. Yeah, yeah. Just and I got I got a cool video. And he, it, it's such a sweetheart. Lets me bring my dog, right? So, um, so we're out there setting these decoys. And I and I've hunted with him before. And I finally said, he's like, oh, just put my. I was like, dude, here's the deal. I've hunted with you before. I might as well just leave him in a fucking bunch right here. Because <laughs> either way, I know you're going to move them all. So let me just make it easy on you. Yeah. He, he actually laughed yeah. at that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's your fucking decoys, bro. I know you're going to move them around. Uh, so. There's some guys really into D10. And like I said, that's the cool thing about this sport. I'm not. I'll go out there and I'll throw them and freaking sit. And I mean, if they're... The ducks are around. The ducks are around. I don't think that shit matters that much. And there's other people that think, oh, no, the moon's facing this way. you got to put them that way. And I'll, yeah. I don't know if it. Some people think there's a method to their madness. I don't. Well, well no, I mean. John, I, you don't care about, like, you've talked about it a lot. Like, the trigger pull is just part of it. Yeah, but I, I don't. I mean, I love killing ducks, though, so yeah, I wouldn't yeah, think. I, I just don't. I would put the effort in if I thought it mattered. I just don't think it does. Well, here's here's the. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, it doesn't. You're still going to get up there every morning and go out there. No, you're right. We should have put you on here, Curtis. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> we should have. The, the, the conundrum of being a rice field hunter, and that's what we're hunting. Yeah, right. right? The conundrum of being a rice field hunter is what you'd really like is 250 decoys to really attract that duck comer from far away. Yeah. But if you have them in the, if you have them in the wrong side, depending on the wind, yeah, it's 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 just not going to work in your favor. Yeah. So the conundrum is: Do you hunt with like forty ducks, forty decoys, and get there early and move them? Move them every want, time, right? Yeah. That sounds like something that would be really cool, and like I've I've tried to have this happen at the duck clubs that I belong yeah. to and they all think that's a good idea but nobody fucking arrives that early and actually does that no so. no that's just like I say this all the time duck yeah. clubs are perfect reasons why socialism will never work right, right. because you know 2% of the people do 99% of the work right 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 you know so. but you're right because we've thought about that because out of our one property it's in district 10 area and a lot of people out there they pull their decoys every time you know it's only a weekend and Wednesdays and they don't run a lot and they pull them every time and there's nothing wrong with that. John, if, if I, it was my duck club, that's how we do it. Well, with all these lazy friggin' bastards, we no, don't no, do you that. No, no, you just change the whole thing. If we're going to have frickin' a cup of coffee and do, you meet here at this time, and we yeah, draw and or whatever, you just freaking bump it up half an yeah. hour. Yeah, it, it, like, it, just, it makes me pull my hair out. Yeah, because it's like this much more effort. Because I think out there, because it's, it's very similar hunting. Our other property, right. it's a seven-day shooter. It's all over. Right. 
it's kind of a numbers game with decoys out there. But our D10 place, they all hunt a little different. There's some high-dollar duck clubs not too far from us. So we're... Well, there's, like seven, there's like probably seven people that hunt both both yeah. Blinds. So for for six years, I, I hunted the Honker Gun Club like almost every. Oh day. yeah, that's not too far from us. Right. As the duck yeah. flies anyway. You but, know exactly where that. Yeah, is. I know exactly they're, where it's at. Yeah. They're not hunting it. Like it's about a third of the people are actually hunting. Yeah. Regularly. Yeah. We talked about it in the past, and that maybe it'll happen again. You know, I wish we had more Bay Area people. They only hunted like three times a year. They yeah, paid love, for freight. Love yeah. them. Yeah. Love <laughs> them. <laughs> we got too many locals and newbies that want to hunt all the time. Right. No. Right. I love that. Hey, you talk to a guy about joining a blind with you. He's like, oh, yeah. I've, uh, here's here's what I've learned. Take note of this, everybody over the airways. <laughs> Thank you, Curtis. Don't join a duck club with firefighters. Oh, because they, they got get four days off in a row. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we have a lot of law enforcement. I know too many days off. They yeah. do, I love them. Love what they do. Don't yeah. want them in my no, duck club. I agree. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Them I want people from yeah. far away who are old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hunt, yeah, they hunt three times a year. Right. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, yeah, no, there's different theories. And, I mean, I'm not you – know, it's not an effort thing. I just – a lot of that stuff I don't think it really matters, you know. Right. But and sometimes it doesn't. It you know? clearly doesn't, right? Yeah. You know? Sometimes when you get up to um, take a pee – like the, that moving attracts ducks, or your dog misbehaves and runs around. Ducks come in, yep, right? Yep. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because her, when it gets, she'll she's pretty good, but when it's super slow, she'll whine a little bit and then she'll jump out of her blind. How can you blame her? I mean, I agree, and I'm a little too easy on her, probably. Same, but so, <laughs> she's that's because she's in love, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, I get it. You're restless. I you're tell like, my dog to go mousing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go that's mousing. It's a Mason. Right? His buddy used to do all the time. Yeah. And as long as you, they recall, right? As oh, long yeah, as if the ducks back. are moving, you call them. They, they come. Yeah, yeah, she comes back. Yeah. But uh, man, man, because the whole thing is, uh, we've talked about uh, how dog related it is. And as much as I, we need, we we skipped over guns, but as much as I love the gun part, like, like, and we yeah, we can go back there. We're just I gotta get a, a so sappy overhunt with my dog, right? Some like. So great uh, retrieve stories. It's just so great. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they do What's it. What's your dog's name? Well, my current dog's name is May. May. That's a good name. And her name hatches Maynard Dixon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's from southern Utah. We got her in the heart of COVID. And um, I used to get my dogs from a pretty world-famous place down in Oakdale. Uh, yeah. They're Bill- my, my second dog was a Billy Sargenti dog, which is a yeah. one of the kings of field trial. And... Um, my first dog was, uh, you know, a super pedigree dog, and I, I don't mean to sound like a dog snob, uh, but if I'm going to buy something that I have to live with for 15 years, no, you got to get what you're paying. I'm pr- going to get exactly. what I, I brought want. what I was told was a black lab home from in the front of Kmart, and the thing grew longer, <laughs> not taller, <laughs> with more wiener dog than Labrador. So yeah. yes, you got to you got to get what know what right. you're getting. Yeah. And so I had I had my first <laughs> dog was uh, better than me, like I was new. Ah, uh, yeah. Right, I've and seen she was. That. I I had I, I I knew some people and I had a little bit of money to spend on a good dog, and she, I I did not deserve her right. I I understand right, that right. yeah, and, and, I, and she I've was great. That. She was great. Yeah, uh, she had you know some socialization <laughs> issues. I I forgot to introduce her to girl dogs until she was about two, and that ended up being like some weird stuff like where I had to. I'll never forget. I got invited to this really fancy duck club in, in, in my first time to the honker. Really, first time. 
uh, one of the owners in the law business with my father uh, invites me. We, 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 we no names. Uh, we, God damn, that's good looking dog. She is good looking dog, ain't yeah. she? So Rock Forest he, he, he invites me. He knows I got a dog, or at least you know he used to come to the restaurant. He used to t- tell him how good my dog was. <laughs> anyway, he decides to join duck hunting. He was a golfer before. Joins joins a nice club. Invites me. We go up, and it was like, oh, it's, this is the heart of District 10 way back when it was oh, yeah. really good. Oh, right? yeah. So I go there, and we have breakfast, and he's like, okay. He's like, Maury, like we're all getting ready to go hunting. And uh, one of the members had a, <laughs> a couple poodle pointers, and I'm not bagging on poodle pointers. But he had to. Oh, yeah, not where we're he, at. He, Curtis will kick no, us out. No, no, I'm sure they're great. Yeah. <laughs> but these two hunted together, <laughs> which you – anyway. My dog jumps on the back while we're taking quads out. And my dog is on the quad. Joe's like, oh, man, wrong name. Uh, anyway, the owner <laughs> is driving me out there. And I'm getting ready to get on the quad. And this little poodle pointer comes and sniffs my uh, pretty dominant B-I-T-C-H. Right? Oh. And my dog rolled it like a freaking pit bull in front of everybody at the duck club. Like we're all getting ready. Headlights on, right? You know how it is. Oh, yeah. My dog rolls on this dog like a pit bull. Oh. The dog is upside down, my dog. And luckily, I'm all gloved, I'm gloved up, right? <laughs> and I go in and I just grab her like a gator. <laughs> and I just, she's like, ah! And I put her on the back and I'm just like, so fucking embarrassed, man. I'm just so embarrassed. And we get out to the duck pond. Immediately, we all left and he's driving and I'm just like thinking the whole time, oh, I'm never coming back here, right? Yeah. So we get there and um, uh, we get to the blind. And he's like, I said, Joe, I'm so sorry. He's like, Dude, that was the most awesome thing ever. We <laughs> hate that guy and his dogs. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. So anyway, I literally hunted it for like six years after that. Oh, that's cool. Oh, drama of a duck club. And drama. Yeah, anyway. And my badass, gr- badass g- girl dog. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's always the way it goes. So now now I had another dog. I had a, my Bill of Surgery dog. Great yeah. dog. Um Knew more about dog training, but didn't have enough time. Right, the first one. Oh yeah. The first one was a great dog, and I didn't. Um, I had time. I just didn't know what I was doing right. Mm-hmm. The second one, I know what I'm doing. I don't have the time. She was another wonderful I can dog. Understand that completely. Went 12 yeah. years. Wonderful dog. Right. Um, um, like uh, amazing dog. Um, I had her for. 11 months and I went to work a trade show with Costa and the guys at the booth were real dog people and I told her I said I got this hot lab at home and there's this contest out here this jumping dog contest oh yeah I, said, I, think, dog she, I think she could do pretty good and they're like uh, okay we'll bring your dog tomorrow it's like Thursday right of the big show and I'm working the event first time employer of Costa right like low level oh it's like the, the sportsman's expo or something no no it was right here in SAC yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm like a low level employee at the booth yeah. so like just trying to get in the door with this brand and they're like yeah bring your dog go enter it so I, I bring it and I enter it and fucking a like the preliminary rounds uh, she jumped like like 16-6 and we won <laughs> and there's pros there like there's professional they're dogs like, the and, and they're all dressed like their dog right they have the same outfits <laughs> So, so we got invited the next day, and now my boss is like, well, we were not necessarily expecting that, right? I said, hey, man, you told me to enter, and we have to come back tomorrow for a qualifying. <laughs> I'm supposed to be working a booth for a company, and he's like, okay. 
Uh, so I go, but now I call my friends, right? And I said, you guys need to come down and see this. Because she's never jumped off. A, I mean, she's jumped off a dock. Yeah. But she's never done the competition. Yeah. And a lot of them start at the end of the dock and throw it. But she, I did duck dog style, where I had her stay back with me, and I threw it from far, which means it's a lot harder to throw it exactly where you want to throw it yeah. from way back yeah, here. Yeah, So I'm blaming me for not winning it. Uh, but she was a freaking all-star. So we... We come in third overall. That's hilarious, man. Right? We get, With like, zero, these guys are training their dogs year round. We come in third overall. <laughs> so I, I get the thing, and we win some money, like $62 and a bunch of dog duck dog gear. And then, like, later on, I, I got a W. I, got, I, I had to pay, like, taxes on it. <laughs> My dog had freaking earnings. <laughs> it was so awesome. That's odd. That is cool, man. Anyway, so really that, had a dog that was that dog, dog and yeah. she was wonderful, and she came of age. And then we, um, during COVID, um, you couldn't get a dog. Oh, I, that's why she's from Southern California. I you couldn't get a dog. There. So I, I called my, my, the vet that I got my Sargenti dogs from died. Wow. Lost my connection there. Um, I contacted a lot of people local. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, in the, I'm a sports rep, right? I yeah. know a lot of sports people couldn't get no, anything I, I close to what i wanted yeah i was like third on the list well yeah. that's a year and a half or two years oh, yeah. from now yeah I, yeah I know exactly i went through the same thing at the same time so i i actually reached out to my buddies they content i'm going to do a, a name drop here go ahead uh, they, I, they, yeah. they 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 um they re, they all the forces went to what I, what i wanted exactly in a dog and what was available was stormy river retrievers in utah contact the kid he's like we don't really sell pets you know we you know they he sell was, he dogs. was vetting me yeah he's oh like, yeah you know, no, yeah they well i sell i sell competition dogs and i sell like full-time hunting dogs and so i sent him my guide license right, I, I, didn't street cred, I didn't necessarily uh, say it was a yeah. hunting license anyway i talked my way into this little girl and um uh she's fucking awesome Stormy cool. River Retrievers. Um, we went all the way across, the <laughs> halfway across the country to get her, and picked her up. Uh, it was, we were in a Winnebago. Three years ago. Three years, yeah, yeah. They're about they're, our dogs about the same age. Yeah. So, so um, she's this wonderful hybrid hunting dog that I'm gonna train to do. Maybe th- like I'm later in my career, uh, thinking about maybe my daughter's gone. Maybe do some hunt tests and that kind of get into that world. I wonder about that. You too. know, I, I I'm, uh, everybody's going to hate me. It, I think it, a lot look, of the it looks really cool, but if I'm not going to breed my dog, I don't know. I think a lot of them are kind of douchey. I don't know if I would you know, fit in in that world. Well, you probably would. I don't know if no, I. No, no, you might not fit in, but the level and love and care of their their dogs that at least that at the hunt test knows. level, the field trial level, they have like. A dog, it's like racehorses, right? Yeah. They've got to own the dog. they got a guy who trains yeah, the dog. Yeah. And then they have a guy who runs the dog. Well, That's you'll see that on Instagram, guys. Oh, my dog's over here winning all these awards, and I'm back home in the summertime. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that's not your dog. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, I thought about it, and that's why I got this little girl. And she's in the prime, yeah. Yeah, I just... I don't know. The I, time I you spend you. to do it. And what's what's the ego? I mean, I it's like any competition. Oh, it's a dick. I would want to win it and do it right, but I think I'd uh, let her hang out at home. I'll go fishing and hunt ducks like her. And she's, I mean, she is spectacular in a rice field. She's only fifty-two pounds, so that's because she was supposed to be. She's She's seventy. She's the oaf of the litter. She's bigger than the males. She was supposed to be about fifty-five, sixty. 
she's not she's good shape, but no, she's, she's fit as could be. But she's seventy damn pounds, but she's just kind of lanky. Where's she from? She's from Rock Forest Retrievers and out of Chino, Southern California. And it was kind well, of. She's, kinda, a, she's a, a good looking American. Oh, she wow. is. She oh, yeah. Is. No, she she like definitely that. is. And the guy I got him from, he's cool. I kind of had to bullshit my way like you did. How old is she? She's, she's three? He was three last Saturday. Okay, so just so you know, like <laughs> we're, we're at my house, um, my dog doesn't do that. <laughs> what? Lay around? Sit there and be oh, calm. She just, <laughs> oh, because she's with me 24 oh, she's hours. That's why. Crazy. Now she so heard me. She heard me. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is an American dog for yeah. sure. So that was size, right? So American, uh, uh, so English Labs are AKC standard, and the AKC Labrador standard they have like width measurement heights, mm-hmm. and they're considerably more blocky. Yeah. Blocky nose. They're heavier, heavier bodied, shorter, yeah. um, canted, right? The, the back end is lower, like the breed standard. So when we got my first dog, she's worth a lot of money. She, we had a girl. We don't have babies. We're thinking maybe we should breed this dog, right? And yeah. in, the, in a perfect world, you can make a lot of money. Oh yeah, right? hell yeah. yeah and so even we went to the yeah. dog. Yeah. Chris and I went to the dog show. And we went to all these AKC labs, and we're like, we're not want to breed with any of those. <laughs> 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 like those, they all look they're like uh, they look like pigs. Sorry, I'm going to get in trouble for this. But now, with all the dogs that like you have experienced, at least the lab, most of our labs in California yeah. are, are like a hybrid field child American lab badass. Yeah. 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 yeah, so the guy I got her from, he's not a breeder, he's a trainer right. that breeds his own dogs when he wants more, and then he takes the money from selling the dogs. And puts him into it. He hey, goes all over. Exactly what you want. Yeah. And I got out from a guy through work, gave me a name, and I called this guy. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, oh, he's a great guy. How's he doing? I don't know who this motherfucker is. Oh, he's awesome, man. I just sat the bar with him the other day. And it got me in the door with him because I dropped this, whoever this dude's name was. And the guy agreed, and they had She's one gorgeous. black female left. And his breeder, so he's from Southern California, but his breeder where he actually had her have the puppies was in Dixon. And so I didn't have to drive all the way down there to get her. But it was just kind of the perfect storm. Right during COVID, like you said, nothing was available. I was, you know, putting the feelers out and found her last black female. I was sweet. And uh, then I got her, brought her home for six months, and I sent her back down to him for four. And I was going to send her back. But to be honest, I can't be away from her that long again. And... She does everything I need to do. She's a perfect enough. I mean, Curtis is hunting with her. She's a good yeah. enough dog, you know. She'll break here and there if I'm being an asshole. Yeah, it might not. Yeah, there's no. Uh, yeah, we're, there's no sending the dog away where I'm from. <laughs> well, last year was a really good duck year for us. Right. So we had a lot of action. So it kind of turned all the duck to needs, right? and it all was like needs, yeah. so I got sloppy with her because there was. I mean, we had a lot of birds falling a lot of days, and so she, and that's my fault. But I work with her every morning before work. I take her, and we, we work with her bumpers every morning. And yeah, dog pet peeves. Yep. So my problem is when there's a double, always try to send her to the far bird. Yep, yep. They don't want to do that. She'll do it every time, but she wants to change it when she gets to the other bird. She wants to drop that one and, and grab the other one. This yes. one. Yeah. 
Well, so you always go get the Firebird because, in theory, that's the one wounded. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, you so maybe we'll go get the Firebird. But so if there's another bird, I, I'm just praying she doesn't remember she saw it. So if she sees them both, it's done, right? We're gonna, it's just going to be a clusterfuck. Yeah. And I don't know how, I'm not a good enough trainer. And it ends up being okay because we get the birds, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. So she'll go get the Firebird, and this one's uh, suffering. And she'll come in, and I always try to stand up when this is the case. I try to stand up and, like, here, yeah, here, yeah, here, exactly, here, yeah. and try to get her. But inevitably, she'll come halfway in. She'll see the other bird. Yep, and then run over. Here's the problem. If the bird she has is live, and she drops it and goes and get, gets the, <laughs> exactly. the closer bird, because I don't know why she wants to change. I'm going to send you for that one, too. She'll do that with bumpers. Same thing. Right. You know? So she'll go get – she'll change – so the other day we had a, the, the other one. Thank goodness it wasn't a flyer, but it was a good swimmer. Yeah. So she picked up the, the the bird close to us is dead, right? <laughs> so she brings the live bird back, drops the live bird, picks up the dead bird, brings it to me, all proud. <laughs> and then she knows she has you know she's all you know they know they have another one right. Yeah. Send her back, and so it, it's almost like sometimes I think those dogs they like to play with those, right? I it think seems I, the way I, they do. Sometimes who's in charge here? Right? That's the way I feel. <laughs> Oh, she loves it. Yeah, yeah, she loves. She. So, do you have dog trainers that listen to this? I would hope so. I, I found I out this, this year. I got a total fucking problem. My dog likes to eat specks. <laughs> Just specks, though, huh? She'll bring every other duck back to me. Occasionally, she has the drop and shake, and then pick the bird back up to me, yeah, which drives me crazy. Yes, I agree. Uh, and uh, I, I force broke my dog too early, and we'll we'll talk about that another day. Yeah. I, I did it. She, but she she does everything great, so I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we we never lose a bird. So the uh, first first speck of the season we shot this year, folded. She went way back and got it. She brought it back right by the check, and then I I thought she was like couldn't figure out how to pick it up and hold it because yeah, she's small. It's big, yeah, it's bigger. And she's yeah. like going, and she was kept. Like doing it, I was like, he, you know, here, here, fetch, fetch, fetch. So I got up and went over there, and she was trying to eat it. <laughs> well, Specs pretty good at eating. Can't I know, but it. anyway. So now right. the second one, like, same scenario. I was running with with a buddy, and she got it and came in, and I was like, oh, we are gonna have a little meeting at the blind here. And yeah. I got up and helped her. She brought it to me, and I, I took it got from it her right away. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a little bit freaked out by it, right? Yeah, hopefully you can break her that. Sometimes they do weird. No, no, does. She loves specs. Who doesn't love specs? I, I agree. Yeah. It's hard to blame her. Yeah. Problem I have with her is when there's multiple ducks, and if she doesn't see another one fall, and I send her, she won't go out far enough, and she don't. It's like she don't trust me enough. It's called a pop. They is that pop. what that's called? Popping. So. And I'm hoping as she gets older, maybe. No, no. She when when they pop when they turn around, yeah. they're just asking for help. Right, I, yeah, those, those, like those field trot dogs, they make them run like 300 yards without stopping. Yeah, and then and they turn not, around. And a that's lot. not what you want. Yeah, right? no, we don't need that the way we hunt. You have to go, you know, call a horse or something yeah, to go get it. Exactly. But on your dog, your your dog goes out straight on the line. Yeah. Looks around. She turns around because because she. What? She got to go pee or something? No, no. I just thought about all the cars here. I hope there's no. No, she she just she she does yeah. My dog does the same thing, and you just have to walk walk toward her. And, and back, keep and, and back, 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 back. And, yeah. and then once she gets down one of that bird, she's going to trust you. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Because I got kind of lucky with two, the when it's like two checks over. Yeah, 
Yeah. Right? One check over. I love the one check over. Yeah. Because then it's just like a show-off yeah. move. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She went and got it that far. Yeah. Two checks over, I find I have to go walk for a walk with yeah. her. Yeah. But she'll even do it if it's in the pond 40 yards out. You know, and she just, if she don't see it, it's in the decoys oh, or whatever. Oh, she didn't mark it. So she didn't mark it. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. she's in the blind or whatever. And right. She didn't see that one fall. And I send her back. She'll Is it on the water? Yeah, it'll be on the water. And she just doesn't seem to see it or something. But she gets it when she sees it when she gets it. Once closer. she sees it, yeah. But oh, she'll, yeah, I'll send her and she'll turn around and look at me too early. Right. And it's just, it's not that big a deal. And I just think the more we hunt together, I kind of lucked out with her because I hunted her. This is her third year, and she's only three. And she's doing great. Yeah, she's right. doing great. But I, I literally, it was just the, the way she was picked up. She was born December 9th. I picked her up in February. So she was right out of duck school. I literally picked her up, took her to the Northeast Opener the next weekend. Oh, my God. Well, she's already so, been through. Yeah, so this is her she's third been season. She's class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's four months in class. John, quit your whining. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah, a beautiful Hindu she, delivery guy. Don't freak, like her very no, much. No, she's freaking but. beautiful, and she gets your ducks. <laughs> yeah, no, she's like, good. Like girl. I had, I, I, I'm not going to name names because I know some of you fuckers are listening down there in Land Park area. <laughs> you better be. You people that don't hunt with dogs are barbaric. <laughs> I agree. Oh, I'm well, don't sorry, get a dog, Curtis. Curtis. Oh, we don't oh, know to hunt no more. He, he's right there. <laughs> I'm glad them hipsters ain't got dogs because I it. The only I, reason is we can't. A subject that I thought about today that I wanted to talk. A subject that I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Over COVID, we had a lot of a lot of people bought dogs. Oh hell yeah. And what's really sad to me is people who bought dogs, who a breed of dog uh, that they are they don't do justice to the breed. No, like these Labradors are not meant to stick in an apartment. Freaking no, well. and, and I see people at the dog park with like beautiful pointers. Yeah. Wire, wired hair griffins like V. Uh, um, uh, v nah, I'm not going to say Visa because that's a show dog. But, and there are some hunting Visas because yeah. a couple of my friends have badass Visas. Yeah. But people buy dogs because the way they look. And it just it's really sad. Super sad. Oh, it is. And it's like people don't understand... You know, I th- this so is a little then, bit more this on the This kind lower. of dog that you and I have, it's not a Malinois, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's the next thing down, as ah. far as needing to be run. Yep. Keeping busy. Yeah, you got to keep their minds busy because she oh, don't yeah. chew nothing yeah. up. No, no. Why? Because she's busy all the time. No, no. Yeah. You know, everybody no. talks about. I shouldn't say everybody, but you know, I've hunted with some white trash idiots over the year, and they get a dog and they don't understand. You keep the thing in a kennel all day, oh. or whatever yeah the thing's gonna be wild when you let it out you know you gotta put your time into these dogs and i'm fortunate enough god bless my boss at superior equipment i get to bring her to work with me every day so because i'm a single guy right and the dog so, won the lottery yeah right? yeah and i mean it wasn't that way when i got her because i had you know i had to go to work so she had to stay home all day right and that was rough but once i bring that now it's just i mean the bond that we have with her i mean she yeah. goes everywhere i go yeah. and then she gets the exercise she needs you know, she might be one of them round hounds if I wasn't able to bring her with me. But uh, you think she'd quit barking at people that she's around people all the time. But she didn't bark at you guys today. So. You know, so my first dog barked. Second dog, you, you could have come into the house and taken anything you want. <laughs> my, my little girl now is a barker. And, and my wife actually likes it. It's not, a, it's not yeah, horrible. Yeah. She never does anything. But, yeah, I get it. And I remember I called the breeder. I said, I don't expect anything. I said, 
He's oh yeah, her mother did that too. And it's like, well, that would have been kind of nice to know. <laughs> but, ah, she's a lover. Okay, guns. Quick, we oh, got to yeah. talk about guns. Before, yeah, before we're we on. Yeah, we're getting on. Yeah, um, we're getting on an hour. That's good. So, only, th only thing I've ever shot was Berettas. I think of the three Bs. If you're really into this shit, you're shooting a Browning, a Benelli, or Veretta, in my opinion. You know, now there is plenty of other good guns out there, but I think when you're when you are really into this shit, you're shooting one of them three. It's kind of like the big three of trucks. I I don't have any friends that shoot anything other than the three Bs. Mm -hmm. I cannot. Not like my twenty-person oh, yeah. gun crew. It's crew. all one of them, right? Oh yeah, and that's pretty much what I my I've yeah. noticed. You know, there's other good models, and there's cheaper. That that new Winchester X4 is a good gun, and but when you really kind of get to a certain level with this shit, you're gonna shoot one of them. You know, so but what you're you shoot what a Beretta? What my, is it? An a, what so an a four hundred? Most of my places I had a twenty gauge place, and I shoot the uh, that A four hundred Explorer. Yeah, and it's just yeah, I pointed at things and pulled the trigger and they die. I was shooting with 28 gauge all weekend. 28 gauge? Yeah. yeah. Benelli, of course. John's turned into a hipster. Well, that's not hipster. That's He's wearing a flat bill hat. No, no, yeah, right. Yeah, that ain't no, no. flat bill. <laughs> no, we uh at the CWA dinner up in uh Fall River, we that was what we wanted our table. We get a table up there. Yeah, yeah. And that was the gun we won. So, that was I cool. I know, but that's it, yeah, that ain't that ain't easy shooting no, 28 games. No, but I mean, to be honest, uh, all we shot, and I know Curtis got a piece of that teal, but I'm still counting a kill mark on that gun. Maybe it's bad this weekend with it, but we'll see how it is this weekend. You know, my, my next gun, I'd, I'd love a, what do you got, Curtis? Um, I'll take one of this. I, um, I might, my next gun might be a 28 gauge. Yeah, they're cool guns, man. It's like a BB gun almost. Right, and I'll I have take a, another I, one of them too. I guess Can I have, drink a, all I have an amazing beer? dove spot, but that may change. It's I love dove hunting, man. Yeah, same here. I love it. It's like the Daytona 500 of hunting. It's the first time you get your gun out. It's you oh, know. same. It's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Every year. Every year. That's cool. I got a great story. We're hunting dove this year. My daughter, I love her. Um, goes to UC Berkeley. Hunts with me. Uh, because it's important for me. She would tell you that she's a hunter and a fly fisherman in the right crowd, right? Uh, and she's kind of a fly. She's uh, lucky because I put it on her bunch of fish that were easy. <laughs> <laughs> she, she tries being outdoorsman. I'm not going to bag on her because I love her more than anything in the world. So, um, so we go dove hunting this year, and we have this amazing place, right? Just amazing. Local. And... Uh, She's left-eye dominant and right-handed. Uh, that's tough. So I made her a special pair of Costas, which are dark on one oh. eye and light. But she can't use it until the sun comes up. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, yeah. it's like shooting dark. Yeah. So we hunt <laughs> this year. In the first hour, we if you remember, it rained. Oh, I remember, yeah. Right? And so it was like, wah, wah, wah. Like, oh, oh my God, it was like, so slow. Oh, wrong one. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we waited till like eight o'clock, <laughs> and somebody like pulled the freaking dove whistle. Like it went crazy, and I'm hunting with our buddy Jimmy, right? 
Jimmy C uh, from LP. And uh, we're and uh, his kid hunted with us. No names because children can't be. His his kid showed up for to hunt with. He's like our young kid, and there's like no dove in the first hour, and he had to go back to school that day. Wow. So he hunted the first hour. Got he pulled like the trigger once. Once he drove out the the driveway through the pasture, it's like he I think he pulled the dove whistle, and, and it just, just was pandemonium, like not Mexico style. Yeah, but, but still as good as it gets in California. Yeah. So, in an hour, all 12 of us shot our limited dove. My daughter, <laughs> for this first time ever, I didn't have to babysit her, ah. which was super cool. So, she, she could load her, She had her own chair. She's 20. Yeah. She's been around guns, but this is the first time she had her own gun. She was loading and unloading, and she had her own chair with her empties, and she was by herself, you know, yeah. she, 100, 100 feet from me. So, not by herself, but she's doing it all. And she, I saw her shoot some dove, which is, like, oh, so heartwarming. That's, that's, yeah, but that's here's, very so rewarding. We're coming over, and, and my buddy and Jiminy, we've been done for about 20 minutes, and Lindsay's still shooting away, and she's like, hey, she calls me Poppy. Because uh, of our Mexican heritage. No, right. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm, ge- I'm, I'm German Norwegian. Uh, for some reason, she calls me Poppy. She goes, Poppy, I'm out of ammunition. I was like, Lindsay, I gave you three boxes. <laughs> She's like, I know. And she has six dove on her strap. And I was like, babe. Those are not good numbers. <laughs> but she had the time. She she loved oh, that's it. Fun. That's and yeah. more than she got to shoot. But when she said she's out, I was like, there's not a chance you're out. I go over there. It's like fucking war zone. <laughs> there's all these empties. You know it's good when it's like that. Yeah. It was you good. don't even have time to, you know, sulk about your misses because they're right, just right. coming right back. I love it when it's like yeah. that. It's, it's not about, it's, again, not about the trigger. No. But it is yeah. nice when you have days it like is. that. And uh, dove hunting... It's a great way oh. to kick it off. I I, lo- I love it as much as duck hunting. It just doesn't last as long. It doesn't. And you and uh, I I sometimes I think that's my favorite of wild game meat. Oh, it is, dude. I love dove. Right? Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I like no. I haven't had snipe, but I like I dove as much as any of it. Oh yeah, me too. Dove? Oh, you didn't. You're cooking it too long. You're doing something duck wrong. Legs. Duck legs. I don't. Oh, do, well, do, yeah. Well, yeah. Duck oh, legs. Duck. Okay. Right. If you have the time to cook duck legs right, you're, of course, you win. Yeah. yeah. Can I get another beer or what here? I'm Shit, parched. John, I'm sorry. Hey, this yeah, has been really yeah. cool. <laughs> I think like, so, I, too. I don't, know, I don't know what else you want to talk about. Nah, yeah, we, uh, we covered the guns. We covered yeah. the dogs. We covered your hunting. So Hold on. Right hold, hold, I'm trying to think of some uh, outstanding duck stories. Um, one time. Oh, internet. My friends, my friends and I, led by my duck guru, Dave. Had some pretty special places to hunt out of a duck boat. It's always a little different. And, be, out of a and boat, before yeah. the duck boat thing that's happening now, oh, which yeah, is the out, the out the out drives. So my buddy Dave had a, a outboard jet with a jackass lift. So tiller drive. So you drove it with your right hand, but you could use this hand to raise and. Or you could manipulate like your trim. It was a in, it, it was um, a jack plate, but manual. Wow. Super hard to drive. <laughs> sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> so we could go places that were amazing. And we had some places in the South Valley that were like uh, Arkansas duck hunting at yeah. times. Where yeah. we all, he was so really adamant about not, not letting me take the 40-yard shot. You know, because if you're a, like a shooter, like if you don't have a shot, 
million ducks when the one you comes by, you want to shoot one. And then yeah, your Curtis friends teach you how to all the time. Yeah, your, your friends teach you how to <laughs> how to shoot them when they're coming close, right? So <laughs> we're shooting, and he's like, "No, we're, this is this is a day that we're only shooting mallards coming over the trees." Yeah, right? and, yeah. and, and and it was like that for like an hour. And like it's a little lull came, and these ducks come in, and and we we had we're mostly done. And this group of ducks come in, and they're like decoying perfect. And he's like calling to them, and I, like I didn't even wait. I just jumped up and shot the dark one, which was the drake. Yeah. And he's like, "You motherfucker, what did you do?" <laughs> and I was like, "What? What do you mean? What did I do? Mm. It was right there, right? It was coming right yeah. at us." He's like. You shot the only gadwall of the day. <laughs> oh, you were trying so, to get all. No, way. we had like premature deculation. Tw- Twenty green heads and one gadwall, right? <laughs> and I, I was the gadwall. You're, yeah, you were the asshole. That's and, hilarious. But I, I didn't. At the time, I, I like didn't fully understand it. Yeah, because you're saying there are ducks in range. You're no, and and, yeah. and and we were, we were mostly done, and the, the excitement was a little. And I thought I was like going to be the hero the for getting right that. At me. Yeah. I'm finishing this out here, man. Damn. You nope. dude, what'd you do? What do you mean when I shot a duck? It was right there. <laughs> oh, I felt so bad. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to do this. So so what do you th- what do you what do you think about limits? I mean, I like to get them, but I'd, if I go out and get one or two, I'm happy. You know, so there's opinion. some states now. I think our limits are a little too high. I wouldn't mind if they lowered them. Well, when you take somebody duck hunting for the first time, you say, "We well, can only shoot one of these pintail. They're really rare." <laughs> Well, and then yeah, uh, all they did see is fifty thousand pintail, and it's and there's a whole bunch of studies on this. No, and I get I, it. And it's I it's read books and shit. Well, not books, but magazines, I guess. Periodicals. Yes, and you know, I pay attention to this, and are are basically are. I mean, the rest of the country is different because the farming practices are what's fucking up the pintail population. It's not hunter harvest. Hunter harvest is almost zero percent of right, any right, of right. it. But they're talking about they're going to do a new model. COVID kind of messed things up. And there's talk of maybe three pintail in like 25. How about drakes? How about, how about two three, drakes, how about one three hen. and only one hen? I, that's, that's the model that they're talking about. And that I agree would be wonderful. Because they say there's seven drakes to one hen. Right. And on the friggin' breeding grounds, them poor hens are just getting friggin' plowed. It's horrible, you know? Right. And so. I think it would actually help the population if we shot more of the drakes. Because as we all see, those big groups of pintail come in, there'll be eight, nine drakes oh, yeah. and one hen. Yeah. You know, so I, there is talks of it, and I'm hoping it moves that way. But they say, like, our population really can't grow or shrink because all our pintail come from Alaska mostly. Right. We're, Most we're of them. locked in on this side. Yes, on yeah. this side, right. as that's why we have it the way we do. But they're, right. they're fucking Canada up. They're filling in all the potholes. There's... You know what I mean? And that's that's where it's it's messing everything up. And so there's some states. The reason I asked, there's some states. I read an article, and I don't know the states. I wish I was better, uh, uh, better with facts. That you can declare on your hunting license that you can shoot three ducks of any species per day. Really? But you. But then you you can't shoot you can't shoot more than that. Really. That's so kind of a cool deal. You better be a good hunter because you better be able to ID birds pretty like well. Like at, at my duck club where I hunt, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, if that's the only place I hunt, I would totally sign off on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you just shoot three spirit and go home every day, huh? Right. Yeah. No, they, they definitely 
Borg I would hope okay T.O. I mean, it, it could happen. It could happen. And on the days when all the T.O. are coming, you're like, damn it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love T.O. <laughs> the T.O. are around now. They're no, I, got a, I had a really good flock the other day. And I'm, my favorite thing is to hunt with T.O. with rookies is because I make them stand up and shoot early. <laughs> and and then, I, then I shoot three <laughs> when they're going, climbing the ladder, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a really good teal shoot two weeks ago. I love teal, man. Oh, it was so much fun, man. We didn't get limits. I think we got 15 or something. Right. It was so much fun, man. And they're so good to eat. Oh, I love them. They're, they're in my you opinion. Did you save that liver, by the way? No. And you know what? my? I know you did, but I didn't. My little but dog? But I tell you what. I can get you a whole bag of livers. Uh, okay, I will get you a bag of livers. I take the hearts because I make the poppers. I, I'm not a big duck popper guy. The whole wrapping everything in bacon bullshit is kind of, you know. But poppers are good because I do like jalapenos. So I'll take the duck hearts. I'll take the duck hearts. No, I've been, we've been through this. I'm a white trash idiot, Curtis. Fuck no. I hate liver. Oh, I love liverwurst. No, no, I, dude. I grew up on fucking Ryan Coughlin. And top Ryan Coughlin, are you listening? <laughs> this is, this is, you don't understand. You're eating entrails. That's as white trash as it gets. That's white trash I, I, I get it, but I am the more and privileged white trash that grew up with fucking yeah. microwaves. Here's the deal, bro. If somebody, <laughs> if somebody spread it on a piece of sourdough toast <laughs> and you ate it, you would love it. You know, I, let me try it again because there was this one dick guy this might be your level, your that was in. Level five. <sighs> Maybe. I think I'm still around four, but, I mean, I am trying to work my way back to a five. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to that podcast. You should. It's pretty funny. It's <laughs> no. the white trash tier system. Yeah, I break down the difference of white trash. Um, anyway. It's multi-level. Yeah, it, it, what is? <laughs> like I say, I explain it all on there. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's a pretty funny show. So but how'd you start? Enough about me. Fuck me. What, what's you well, st- how, how have you got into duck hunting? I grew up, I, I mean, I think most of the folks know this on here. Maybe they don't. Um, I grew up in Nevada County, Grass Valley. I was a feral kid. I literally did what the fuck I wanted whenever I wanted, ran the streets from the time I was about 10 years old, the mean streets of Grass Valley in the friggin' early 90s. I remember the Bloods and the Crip <laughs> Riots there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was a cool place to grow up, but I had an older brother. GV! <laughs> Actually, our football team was very good back then. Yeah, they were. Nevada, I, yeah, yeah. I was on a team where we're... Nevada we're, Union? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You guys are still pretty good, yeah. I don't think anymore. That school... So when I went there, there was like 2,000 students. No, Nevada Union was a powerhouse. Yeah, they were, they were good. Yeah. I remember one of the freshmen, JV, and varsity all went undefeated one year. Yeah. Um, anyway, but I had an older brother, quite a bit. He was out of the house by the time I was around. And he's an aircraft mechanic. He retired now. He lived life right. He got the fuck out of town and... Anyway, uh, he hunted and fished, and he would come get me. And he would take, my dad didn't do shit. He watched TV. That's all he did. Um, but my brother would, hey, i get a, my dad, hey, your, your brother's coming to get you. You ain't got to go to school. We'd go out fishing. You know, we'd go up by Bowman. You know, he loved up in that area. Oh, yeah. You know, we'd go up Bowman, a lot of fishing, deer hunting. Wrights Lake, that whole, yep. that whole area. Yep, well, we magical, loved it. Magical, yeah. yeah. And he'd pick Silver me up, and we'd cream. do that, and I and I always loved it. You know, I didn't get to do it that much when I was a young teenager, but when he would do it, I just it was something I always wanted. So then, as I got older, I started deer hunting on my own and turkey hunting, and th- did a little bit of the stupid pin raised pheasant just because it was easily accessible. Adult Easter egg hunting. Yes, it's so <laughs> freaking. I know it drives me nuts, man. 
It's good for dog training. It's good for it dog is. training. It's good for kids. It just yeah, it yeah. makes me feel dirty when I go home. Right. But uh, and there was still some wild pheasant left, and these, so this was ninety. Yeah. There's still some wild pheasants. I remember left. that time. He never took me duck hunting, and I wanted to. And then I was deer hunting with a guy I met, and he duck hunted. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, I want to do it. I went down, got some shitty friggin' Hodgman waders. We went to Gray Lodge. And I was in like my mid twenties then, and I just I've never turned back. It's been every year is getting more. Right, so you refuge rat for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did that for a couple of years, and then yeah, I was, you know, I, I've been. Which, a, which one did you like? Because I, I did. I like Dullivan. Bit. You like I've, I did it twice. I like Dullivan. When, when they made Sutter, that they uh, divided. And I like Sutter a lot yeah, too. Sutter too. But Sutter used to be way better. I hear. They had a lot had of more some timber really in good there. hunts at yeah. Sutter. Yeah, I got. Yeah, no, I hate YOLO. I'm glad it's there. It's just it's a little too urban for me, man. You're hearing car alarms going no, 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 no. off. It's it's it fits the demographic where it's in. I agree. It, no, I it's, agree. it is what it needs to be. Yeah, exactly, and right. it keeps some of them guys a little bit south and up there. But yeah, I mean, I've been to them all, of course. But I like, and of course, Dry Creek's cool. But you know, I, I've been there once. Yeah. Drew Little Dry Creek. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I never drew it. We just lotto it. Oh, but, no. And we spent a lot of time at Gray Lodge. Just we decided to not take a blind. <laughs> really? Like, man, it was like me and my, my buddy Dave went with me. I said, like, man, I got the thing. And he's like, well, I'm going with you. Well, we're free roaming, huh? And he's like, oh. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? And we shot Limits of Witching. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think that's we got cool. a couple of wood ducks. Uh, but it was, you know. It's crazy did, now. Did, did, now did, you go out there because I took a guy hunting, a new guy, and I'm 25 minutes. I live in Gridley, so I'm 25 minutes from uh, Dry Creek. It's out. We'll go out there. We'll get a number. We're gonna hunt the rice, but we'll go out there. We'll get a number. I'll show you how it works, kind of. And uh, they take your license now and just scan it, and your name is printed out. They don't. It's no more handwritten shit. They just scan your license. What a trip. Yeah, it's very different now. And you can only get it at, at one refuge. You can't go to multiple because we used to, you know, r race around getting numbers all right. over, you know. And then I remember when I first seen the Facebook page of the where people would post it. I'm like, what the fuck? That ain't fair. Right. You know, we had to drive around everyone right. to see which Don't. number was best. Well, you know? so my, my, to my total circle. <laughs> God, this works out great. <laughs> that place that we used to hunt down south. We, it was right conditions where I shot the, the only gadwall. It was like Louisiana. The ducks were coming. It was just amazing. I'm not even going to say the refuge because it'll just add more attention to it. We really had it to ourselves. That's cool. And they started publishing the the results. Oh, yeah. Make and this online. is when you had to search for it. It wasn't like readily available. Yeah. But people were willing to search for it. Yeah. So what happened is over a couple of years, they saw the average. And it's like, hey, we got to head down no, here. No, we were smacking them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're maybe 10 hunters. Yeah. But we were shooting limits of ducks. Yeah. So the average, like, at all the references was like two, one and a half, three. <laughs> and this one was like six. Yeah, and people, like, oh. so what happened is organically, people just started going down there and just trying to hunt it. Yeah. And it ruined it. Yeah. That's right. what happens, man. That's yeah. what happens, man. So, uh, I don't know. We got we we to talk best duck hunting stories, right? <laughs> like like best, my most memorable duck hunting is we used to go try to get the the, the the Idaho opener, the Oregon opener, 
and this only happened a few times. The NorCal opener and then the the balance of state. That's pretty cool, man. And you can hunt four opening days. That's pretty cool, man. And my crew, and I was like I was like the low man, right? Yeah. Because it was Dave, and you know Lance Jamura, he's like a fucking ninja duck hunter, right? Well, because he's a disciple of Dave, right? He's a fireman. Yeah, he's a fucking fireman. Another fireman. A lot of days off. (laughs) So we would do this thing, man, where we, this before kids, right? Yeah. I was married, but before kids, and she thought it was freaking crazy. We would go to Idaho, and we'd get the opener. We'd hunt for like three days, and we'd come home, and we'd work, and we'd go up, and we'd hunt the Oregon opener. Yeah, like you don't crazy. like when you're younger, you don't care about you those drives. No. And so, so we found this place. Like we were done hunting for the day, and we were like gonna scout for the next day for the northern opener. And we went scout. I'm not gonna put a, a spot on it. And we drive in this river, and we're driving it, and we're looking at it. It's just beautiful. It's, it looks like ducks everywhere, but there's there there weren't ducks everywhere. <laughs> it looked like duck country. Yeah. And so we we went down river far and we're and this is like when all you have to it's so weird when your whole focus is just on chasing ducks yeah like, oh yeah like our whole day like we might have fished for an hour and a half in the <laughs> middle of one of these days but we were just chasing ducks right yeah. just sickness so we found this place it was like fucking so shangri-la we drive down the river and we're coming back and we're looking and it's getting later in the evening like almost too late where we have to get back yeah, and we found this island, and there's just like mallards just piling in, <laughs> and it was like Wednesday. So we're in between. Yeah. So we were trying to go up and fish the Williamson. We we're trying to fly fish the area, yeah. but we we're doing some scouting too. Yeah. And we found this place, and mallards are piling in and piling like, like, like I don't know, like a refuge, and we're like, okay. We need to come guard. We need to come in. So opening day is Saturday. We went in Thursday night. That's hardcore, especially back then, dude. We went in Thursday night, and we like brought like we went to the gas station, and we got we we had enough gear to do it, but we had like just gas station food. Yeah, for, <laughs> like because we we didn't know this was a plan. Then we we hunted but this for a couple years it. after this. Yeah, and had the plan, but they we made the plan, and we like. Put out decoys on points and had guys, me and Lance, deflecting. So we had guys out with decoys with with a light, yeah, moving people away. But at hunt time, we all went to the middle of the island. Oh, and we shot limits of mallards there for uh, like Saturday and Sunday and Monday for the first three years there. Oh, just really? like we found our own it's like clockwork and you just did it you no, went early and every we year? had to go early yeah and i'm sure the locals were like who, i don't know who these guys <laughs> are a-holes but we figured it out and then they changed the youth season oh yeah because it's yeah and, and and good thing they did yeah they put it to the beginning of the year until the end yeah and then it so changed everything well they hunted it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so anyway amazing story so it is cool We're back. We took a little break. I had to take a leak. Laverne had to take a leak. She had to go to bed. So we're going to f- wrap her up here with Maury. Uh, Curtis has been gracious enough to let us come here and drink all his beer. Yeah, hey, very nice young man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. 
Yes, yeah, I can't believe a guy like me is hanging out in a place like this, but here we are. So, anyway, um, we were just talking off air just for a second. Um, and I, I say this all the time on the show, and you were just saying it. You got to go when you can. Right. You know, and maybe just go into that a little bit. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't need me to get deep. But get deep. Uh, get I, real when deep. I, when, I, when I was a kid, we, we uh, went to a group with four kids. I have one more pair. Yeah, I w- and I'm gonna have a new. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna need one too. So, um, in all seriousness, so we all have different paths in life. I grew up with uh, older brothers and sisters, and they were all like high achieving, and um, I was kind of a fucking knucklehead. And Thank I had a brother. I had a brother who was. I'm gonna, gonna bring you a twelve back of Medello, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I had a brother who was like on his path to stardom. He was gonna follow in my dad's career of being a. A uh, lawyer, and he, you know, went to Cal, and he was going to follow my dad's footsteps and be a heavy, you know, in the law career. And uh, he intercepted a pass playing intramural football as a senior in college, came over to the sidelines, and died. Holy shit! Right? Yeah. Motherfucker was good looking, great dude, like uh, best guy around, valedictorian. Worked really hard to go to so and so that was life changing for me. Uh, well, so, for one, yeah. I was a knucklehead, right? So I wasn't on that same path. But I came to the conclusion that, um, like, I'm just there's no fucking guarantees, right? So yeah. I'm I'm gonna go have fun without trying to be too much of a knucklehead, like yeah. you know, be you a liability. Business, but, yeah. but I'm gonna get after this shit because there's no guarantee. Yeah. And so I set a pace. I didn't go to college. I went worked in the ski industry. I fucking came home, did the crazy 80s uh, doing drugs, restaurant scene thing like crazy, and then uh, raced some bicycles for a while. But my point is um, I, just, I just went and had as much fun as I possibly could with trying to be uh, a little bit, um, you know, uh, responsible a little bit. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the equation to life is is find something you want to do and go do it as often as you can because in, in a duck hunting scenario, in a fishing scenario, in a whole bunch of life lesson scenarios, if you just wake up early and go do it, yeah, you are going to experience some things. You're going to have some slow days like everybody has, and you're going to experience some things. If you wake up at 4, no one likes to wake up at 4. There's no one I know that likes to wake up at 4 unless you haven't gone to bed yet, right? <laughs> Right, so no one likes to do that, but if you just crack it and go, and you go, 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 yeah, you're gonna have a whole bunch of slow days, but you're also gonna—I mean, twice in my life I've had nine limits of ducks before ten minutes. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, and the bummer is, is, like, now what am I gonna do, right? If I yeah. go home, I'm I have to, like go to work, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm done. That. But my point is, in a fishing scenario, in a hunting scenario, it is so essential just to go every chance you can. Right. Be- we say that all the time on this show. Because, can. because time is the most, and at the end of the day, time is the most valuable thing you have. Yeah, right. the richest right. fucker in the world, you know, he can die with all the money right. he wants, and it don't mean so, shit, you know? So here's what happened. So this has been my formula for my life, right? And you know, you know what happened? You know what I woke up yesterday and said? Fuck, I'm tired, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, but I'm not going to stop. Yeah, right? I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. And uh, I'm not going to, like, I'm, I'm unlike my friend Curtis here, I'm probably not going to ever drive a Porsche. Uh, 
could drive one right now. No, I could. I could. Buy, yeah, I like that Lamborghini. No, man. and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not shaming <laughs> on people to drive Porsches because I want one bad. Um, but the the like what what's so value to me valuable to me is uh, waking up like I always say this: you shoot one pintail and a teal in the morning, and I and I looked at where I'm at in the environment that I'm, and I said, wake up every day to do that. Yep. Well, shoot, yeah, Curtis shoot. and I, right. Saturday, one is so much better than none. No, you know? and you're doggone again yeah. to bring yep. it back to you. Just I forgot. Yep. And I mean, we're just yeah. hell yeah. We Cheer, got it. cheers to that. Hell yeah. Because that's yeah. I mean that's really what it's all about. You know, right? And I mean, even when you get skunked, you're still like we got skunked yesterday. But I went with a, the guy that left coast waterfowl, Jeremy guy. We went to his blind, seen how he does it. Took you know, gracious enough to invite Robert and I out. Yeah. And right. It's fun. Called us some specs. Now we didn't get nothing. Who gives a shit? You know, right. it was a good time. He did do a weird thing, though. And this is part of the new age kid shit. And I think he might have done it to kind of, like, impress me a little bit. And if you're listening, I'm not thinking you're a douche or anything, but it's very odd to me. But we're totally captivated by what you're about to say. <laughs> okay, so it's 5. You know, we get there at 5. He wanted to meet at 5.30. Well, that's that's pretty early, you know, for a rice blind go in, you right. know. You know, shoot time time seven. Yeah, right? damn near. Yeah. Yeah, okay, no problem. You know, well, I don't know how far we got to go. He busts out his big turtle box Bluetooth speaker, and he's going to start blaring honky tonk. Oh, I saw that. That might be for your pleasure, though. He just didn't know. It just I now trust me. I love honky tonk, and I will listen to the saddest, slowest oh, shit. Oh, so he was listening to music while you were setting up. It's out. five o'clock in the fucking morning, dude. Now, mind you, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather hear nothing. Yeah, I agree. So that was a little odd to me. And now I didn't yell at him or anything. I'm going to guess. Well, but I'm like, what the fuck are, are you? And, and I guess I can birds gonna, The birds are going to shoot are going to be coming back to you. Right. Exactly. So, But it was. this is what these kids are doing. This is a common thing people do. i seen an ad for that thing with, like, taking the speaker to the duck. I'm like, oh, yeah, I listen to music while I'm duck hunting. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. all, I will say this. I will say this. If that's, like, the worst thing these young kids are doing is listening to old-time music, uh, oh. But that's great because at least they're off their phones. At least they're not doing whatever. But I get it. It's a weird time. It was ju- it was just uh, it was odd to me. It was odd to me. I mean, it wasn't going to mess up the hunt or anything. It was just yeah. it was just something I never experienced. Right. And then he did he turn around after we were done. He was probably like, "Want to impress this guy?" After after we were done, he turned it on. That's cool. I don't care. I mean, I, I didn't do that. But I mean, it's not. That was fine. I thought it was, yeah. you know, it's except, just, except for the no shooting specs for the next two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we yeah, we roughed it out. We were out there a couple hours. Yeah, Laverne was a little antsy. I don't think she messed us up too much, but it just they just weren't digging it that day, man. But, but as, so as a newbie, and I, I will say this: like, I love I love hunting, not because of quote you the trigger pull. I love the camaraderie, the bullshitting. The cooking, the drinking. Yeah, the preparation the setup, to go do it. The, yeah. The setup of the deeks, like everything. Like, if I get. The whole process. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you should have got some headphones, Curtis. I know, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do it next time. Huh. So, but, so, I'll tell you what, like, if you hit your limit every time, there's not much to talk about. Well, we've talked about you this. Hugh Hefner could only bang so many hot, friggin' huge tittied blondes. Yeah. And then they, I guess he went by or something I heard later because. <laughs> So, and I think it would be kind of like that with ducks. If you're just out there, I mean, that's why they call it fishing and hunting instead of killing, because you're not, 
So, yeah, you got to have a little bit of, if it's too easy, it's, well, I mean, if you want to just go shoot limits, go shoot pen raised birds, you know? But it's more than that. And I think that's what's, that's what's appealing to someone like me. It's like, I, so listen, I had every opportunity to get involved in hunting. My, my family is all ranchers. They hunted their 4-H. I was a city slicker. I never really did. And there's a deer hunting story that I can tell you guys when I was like 11 years old. I'll save that for, for at some point. But, yeah, you're going to have to come but, on here and actually yeah, get a headset on. But I'm just saying, like, at the end of the day, like, it's way more than that. And I think that's what's going to be, that's why hunting will survive, is because it's more than killing. Yes. It's way more than killing. Yes. And that's why, you know, kids will, will respond to it, because it's, you know, getting, like, you guys were talking, you were talking about, you know, like, both of you talked about growing up in nature. That's a huge thing. You know, Maury started a dad's, can, a dad's uh, kid's camping trip that we used to all go on, and and he'd educate us on, on species and all that stuff is what, what's, what, makes, what makes what we do out there uh, interesting, fun, and gives it longevity. It's not just killing animals. And, and the people that don't like hunting, like, that's their go-to. You just want to kill things. It's like a bloodlust thing. That's not that at all. They don't understand. They don't yeah. get it. And that's it. So well, and what they don't realize is oftentimes nope, not nope. part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes more not. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 I, well, this has been awesome, man. I agree. I think yeah. we I, covered about everything we I don't care on. what Curtis said. I think you're a solid individual. <laughs> hey, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, he told you, make sure you lock your car with this fucker around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, no, we, I mean, you know. Like, uh, because of COVID, like, uh, in my fly fishing world, I got uh, offered to do these Zoom medium, Zoom things for different fly fishing clubs and getting paid to do it. Oh, that's cool. And I'd sit in my kitchen with a, a camera here, and, and they'd pay pretty damn good money for 40 minutes of content of me talking about, with some pictures and shit. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, my wife's like, this is excellent. I said, you know, I got to tell you, I'd... If I have one, two margaritas, like I, I'd do that every night of the week. If you yeah. need me to, right? yeah, that's like it. I love sitting there talking. And, and my wife's like, and you yeah. wouldn't charge them. Yeah, that, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's me. I give all our shit away. We print shirts. I give them all away. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just authenticity. Yeah. There'll be a time and a place for money. We gotta create the exactly. You, you handle your business. Money comes. Right, so. right. I got a job that I. Okay, so before we wrap it up, where are we hunting? Like, let's uh, let's talk about like, the next. Like, what's your next like ten day plan? Uh, I got a ten day plan. Well, I hunt every Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Um, I I am completely turned off a of D ten right now, so we're not going to be out there. Okay. That could turn on a dime though, but it hasn't right now. Right. We just need some weird cold it's weather. Which YOLO number. Yeah. I, yeah. He, yeah. I'm not going. Christmas Thank you very much. I'm not going YOLO. Hell no. Thank you very much. I. Yeah. Good. Good on you. I'll talk to you afterwards. I really appreciate the offer. Yeah, oh, that's, a, that's all. That's yeah, awesome. My bank yeah. account. You guys, like, I'm a fucking solid citizen. For that. I know, but you also <laughs> belong to a duck club. So where are you hunting Wednesday? You're not. You have a meeting. Have a meeting. So Saturday what about Saturday? What's Saturday? Saturday? Yeah, we're gonna go to our Sutter blinds over there near the Sutter okay. Refuge. He went, there. he went there one day. We got skunked. Yeah, but that was a cool place. That's a cool place. I like that yeah, place. Right Would you go to the roll top? Yeah, went to John. John designed that roll top. Well, I copied somebody, but we built yeah, a yeah. shop. Well, yeah. So Montney used to be all of that. That was every blind in Montney had the roll top. That's the way to go. That was a cool. You know, we had a great time, except for there was no, not very many ducks. Yeah. <laughs> when did you go? Last year? Yeah. Last year at the end of the year. And, and, but, but wasn't at the end, though. It wasn't? No. Well, we were killing ducks when we, we went. We smoked we them. Yeah. Day. Yeah, but, but it was. Yeah. You brought your, uh, your 
My jerk string? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got so, one I pack around. Yeah, so anyway, um, that, so that's your so plan. We'll be out there Saturday. I'll be out there Saturday. I may go out there Sunday again. I, I may hunt Saturday. We'll see how it goes. Uh, luckily, all these fair weather friggin' members of ours, with it being as bad as it's been, they're not signing up. So Good. Good. Okay. No, so I go. We have to be quiet about it. We don't want to goat them into coming. I don't think they listen. They don't listen. No, they're too freaking snobby. Right. Yeah. No, no they don't okay. listen. There's no way they're listening. I, no, they, they think I'm a white trash idiot. They're not listening to this. <laughs> Got them all <laughs> fooled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I so I will be hunting Sutter. Okay. Um, or we call it Sutter. It's not the refuge, but we'll be yeah, hunting I know. there. And then uh, until I see better results out of D10, I'm staying out of there. Okay. Just well, I'm, I'm going to hunt, I'm gonna hunt uh, East Nicholas or my place Wednesday and Saturday. Now, I hear there's some birds in that area. We, we we got a closed zone. Well, that helps a lot. A guy at work was out off Pleasant Valley or Pleasant Grove Road yesterday, and they actually got some birds. He said if we could shoot, we would have had a lot more, but they they did pretty well. I got a living on, living on Saturday. So. Did you? Or, yeah. Yeah. There's there's birds in the area for sure. It's kind of weird because that place usually doesn't get any good till January. Just, it, um, yeah, you just can't overpressure it. Yeah. And some days they all leave and don't come back, and some days some. Some they days come they back do, yeah. Because we used to have a off a of wise road, we had a place, and uh, that wasn't at two or three years, and it into January would be phenomenal. Right. But before that, it was just if you had a storm day, you'd do okay. But if not, you just didn't shoot nothing. But yeah, I know we could. Right, my shop's right there by the airport in Lincoln. Right. And we, we're looking for a blind out in that area, a company blind. The owner wants to get one, and it's just tough to find one. But we're going to get one out there. That'd make it a lot easier than I go hunt in the afternoon and stuff. But it's pretty convenient, that D10. That's on the way to work for me. So I swing in there. I go hunt. I mean, I'm at the shop by 10 right. o'clock. Well, and we'll talk later about it. Exactly where it is, I want to know, but I, I don't want to know now. Yeah, so. I can understand. I right, can understand. Right. Well, because I spent a lot of time there. So. Ah, anyway. okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, you were awesome. Thank well, you. you. Thank you awesome. so much for including me. Well, thank you uh, for I being one of us. I hope I had something that somebody wanted to hear. You brought some uh, valuable but, stuff. Uh, but more than that, I don't even care because you guys were awesome to hang out with, and you have a beautiful dog. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. No, this. I am going to charge fun. you one more beer. I don't blame you. I would. Yeah. I, I owe you a 12-pack of Modelo, so. But, oh, look at that. Hey, he just uh, dropped it. Oh. I'll have one more, I guess, yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it, guys. We will talk to you next week. Don't forget to support the sponsors, Willow Creek Custom Calls, Left Coast Waterfowl. Check out uh, Pinto Ridge Taxidermy and, of course, Superior Equipment Repair. And... Don't forget, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever the hell you listen to them. That shit's important. So I'd appreciate it if you do, and we shall talk to you all next week. Goodbye.